Welcome everyone to I Can't Book This. I'm your host Fredo, joined by my co-host Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. This week we changing shit up a little bit. We switching out Raw and starting off with NXT. The only thing I want to talk to you about right now is this trade that supposedly took place. Mandy Rose traded for Aaliyah. I guess Aaliyah's going to SmackDown and Mandy's going to do her thing in NXT. Uh, first question, how do you feel about the trade? I mean, Aaliyah's, I think, probably the person that, one of the people that might have been in the NXT slash PC for the longest. Uh, so with that being said, what is your opinion on that trade? Uh, I think it's perfect for both people. I think, once again, Aaliyah's more of a main roster girl. You know, she, she's more of those people that have been at NXT that's more fit for the main roster. Yeah, true. You know, so so I think it's per- – obviously, Mandy's a main roster girl too. But at the same time, I feel like – obviously, Mandy has the looks and, she you know, she obviously is a hottie. We all get that. But I feel like this NXT time is really where, like, maybe she can really separate herself and really, like, build her in-ring skill up and her mic skills. With all that talent down there and how talented the women's division is down there, yeah, she's going to have no choice but to pull her weight. It's not going to be like you're going to be able to slack down there. Yeah, not, it's not, not, it's not now. the main <laughs> roster where, you know, you got one or two big hitters and the rest are, you know, average. Yeah. It's like every girl's you know, can is, is a legit badass. So it's like I feel like, I feel like it's perfect for Mandy. And hopefully, you know, she really used this time wisely, and she comes back to the main roster and is kind of that girl when she comes back. Now, I agree completely with what you said about it being good for both. Because to me, I, not that they ex- have exhausted every option for Mandy on the main roster, but as of right now, you know, with the way shit's shaped up and with Becky's return looming, ain't shit really going to be shaking for her right now. So I, I agree with that. Like, going back down to NXT with those girls, it should be perfect for her. And like I said, she's going to have no choice but to shine. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm interested in seeing what her return to NXT is going to bring. As far as Aaliyah goes, she's improved. You know, she, like I said, she's been there the longest, I feel like, especially out of the, you know, with other people being cut and all that. Yeah, I think she's been one of the people that's been there the longest down there. So it's cool to see her finally get her chance to go do her thing on the main roster since so many people have been able to do it before. Uh, the second part of the question I wanted to ask is about these trades. Like, do you think that they should make it more of a, a real thing instead of just pulling it out randomly just to explain why people are switching brands. Cause I mean, if they would like make it aware that, okay, each brand has X amount of trades and you know, this is how we, how they can be executed or whatever, instead of just pulling it out of nowhere. I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a great way to get NXT more involved with the main rosters. So I feel like that's always going to be a great rub and NXT we and NXT's got to stop. We got to stop acting like it's a developmental brand. Like this, this, this shit acting like Adam Cole's not. You hear the guys. You hear Cole. You hear all of them say it's not developmental. Like they, they are a third brand. Like they are their own thing. They and they do from the wrestling style, from the presentation, they are their own thing. So I don't get it. Why people try to you know drag that shit on them? Like it's not like that to me at least. That, and it should be like that to a lot of people. Yes, it started off like that. Started off as a game show, basically a fucking joke. But look what it has transformed into, though. But it it, it just pisses me off because I see a lot of fucking you know talent that isn't in WWE just taking that little subtle shot every once in a while about how oh yeah go to NXT first kid you know you know that those little subtle shots. It's like bro NXT is probably 
the best thing smoking on American television right now. We've been saying wrestling. that it's better than Raw and SmackDown, so yeah, it's better than AEW. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to beat that old horse, but it's still better than AEW right now. Every yeah, like so. I'm sorry, and and you you guys obviously can have your own opinions. I mean, that's what this shit's about. It's not about bashing people to have different opinions, but it's like it is what it is when you look at it. Like that, the matches every fucking week. I mean, I think out of the past, out of this pandemic time, I think there might have been one episode of NXT I might have considered a dud and I'm sorry I don't have it written down which episode and what date it aired I think that's all I could say it was like where I walked away from that shit like eh eh could have been better you know I, what I mean and, and that that says a lot to me where it's only one out of this whole pandemic <laughs> like so I mean AEW how many episodes have motherfuckers walked away scratching their head and, and fucking dragging them over to Coles on, on Twitter yeah, well, you know what I mean? Like, but, I mean, but, there's a lot of praise, but you during this pandemic, you've seen people questioning a lot of shit. Like, what the fuck is this? What are they doing? It it just it just blows my mind to see like people say like NXT's boring and this and that, and it's like, I just for me, I I feel like we're not watching the same product, bro. There's no way that you're watching NXT and or you need glasses or your eyes checked, LASIK something, man. Like, how can you say that besides just trying to blatantly? shit yeah. on them just to support yeah. the opposite opposition like that's it's, that's all it is it's 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 like yeah it's it's like sometimes people like say like triple h is slipping and nxt is like dull it's like i don't i don't know what you're talking about they're I taking really chances on new stars making new stars i don't see how that's dull they're not bringing old people down to get the belts besides finn but finn needed that refresher uh but, you know what i mean like they're not doing any of that shit they're they're making their own shit but 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 i digress back to the question you know back to the question you know about the trade with, with with the draft i feel like it's a great way to make nxt not a developmental brand i think it's perfect to get them more involved yeah yeah they definitely need to make that more of a serious situation uh, shit, switching to dynamite. Shit, I'm gonna let you take the wheel on this because I did not catch much of it this week. So yeah, <clears throat> talk to me. Let me know what your thoughts are on this right now for this uh, week. I'm gonna be honest. So this week was a uh, fighter fest. Uh, week one, obviously. Next week is week two. Uh, or night one, night two. You know. Uh, I felt like overall, I felt like it was a good night. I felt like they had a lot of good night, good moments in the night. I felt like it was a very positive step forward. Obviously, they're breaking a million viewers now. That's good, Shiv. You know, I'm very happy for them. Uh, I, I felt like overall it was a good night. Obviously, starting off, you have... What was it, Mox and... Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep, Mox, Mox came out with, uh, with, with your boy Eddie Kingston. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, obviously... Um, machine gun, machine gun came out with, you know, his boy. I thought the match was actually pretty decent. I, I felt like it was a good, good representation of New Japan. Uh, I'm glad that New Japan's getting a look on, you know, on TV every week. When, you know, with with having that on the belt on there, not every week, but you know, almost yeah, every just week. being present basically. Sure. Yeah, I, I fuck with it. And and not getting shit on, you know, not it's like old like, school shit, like watching WCW, and you used to see people with the Japan belts and shit. Like it just made them look cool, even if they weren't a, a title holder in, in WCW. Still, you knew they were doing something if somebody else put a belt on them or something, you know. So I think that's cool. I mean, obviously Moxie Moxley's good without it. He is who he is. But you know, like you said, just for it to be present and presented on the show, having matches. I yeah yeah. Over overall, man, I, I felt like it was a good match. Uh, next week, I, did you watch the match at all? 
uh, yeah, that was the first match. I was able to catch that. I, okay. I did catch okay. the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I said, yeah. yeah. What do you think? To me, it wasn't bad. I mean, <clears throat> is Moxley doing anything different? No. I mean, so I once again, people lose me in that conversation where he acts like he's like the number one wrestler and shit. Like to me, it's just a new name change, a new attire. It's the same fucking Dean Ambrose to me. Like it's nothing. But okay, they let him do a hardcore match. I mean, to me, it's not too much different. Uh, machine guns, machine gun. You know what I mean? So it wasn't bad. I'm not going to sit there and shit on it too much but it wasn't bad but it was what did you really let me ask you this did you really expect moxley to lose the belt even though yes machine gun has this history with new japan and you know he, he did you know fire people up on twitter with his little promos you know the tweet promos and shit uh but you know did you really expect him to lose i i, I felt like it was a possibility especially with all the history with with the, with the history of him being in New Japan and fucking being the star he was over there, yeah. I was like, I felt like New Japan wouldn't have been mad if he dropped the belt to Machine Gun. Yeah, I mean, cause, yeah, they got that. Now, pass, now so. did I think it was gonna happen? I was like, eh, there's a slight possibility, but obviously, Mox is Mox, and they're gonna want want. To I would think they would want to keep it on him. You know, yeah. that's why I was like, I mean, I was just, I wasn't expecting much from the match. It wasn't bad though. I, 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 I figured Moxley would retain, so that I went into it thinking that way you know like okay let's let's see how they play it out at least i i you know i felt it was good you know a good representation of new japan uh how do you feel about next week he's going to be uh defending the belt against lance archer in a texas death match see now i'm interested in that i mean that's up his alley obviously and then archer you know he he gets down in, in that aspect of those kind of matches too and shit so uh, yeah now that that can probably get my attention and make me want to tune in and watch that match i'm interested in that for yeah. sure I mean, you know, we all know Mox is a top star, and it's like, you know, I don't know. I felt like he 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 had the crowd going at one point. You know, they were they were they were lit. For oh, him. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's over. I'm not. I mean, I feel the way I feel about him, but I mean, obviously the crowd loves the guy. So I mean, shit, can't yeah. can't take that away from him. Yeah. But uh, do I think Archer's gonna win again? No, I don't see them taking that strap off of Moxley. Not no for nobody in AEW, at least, I wouldn't think. I would assume they would have him lose to somebody in New Japan and with that Forbidden Door and all that shit and you know, all the talks about, you know, with their partnership and all that shit. Like, okay, maybe that's what they're waiting for, maybe. What I, I, I'm just wondering, when the fuck is Tamatanga going to fucking pop up on fucking American television and fuck somebody up? Yeah, like, I'm, su I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet either. I don't know exactly everything they got going on over there because, I mean, I ain't going to lie. I haven't tuned in to New Japan in a minute, so I don't know what, what you know, if he's involved in anything, you know, that they need him, can't be risking injury and shit. I don't know, but, yeah, surprised. I'm surprised, they, especially, you know, with Anderson and Gallows being there. Like, why not get the whole band back together, you know what I mean? Like, why not? Shit, everyone's there, but... I don't know. Maybe they're going to save it for something. I mean, it's still a possibility. I mean, that door ain't closed yet. So, I mean, it can happen in the future, I guess. Yeah, I, would, I, I, I would like to see it. I would I, like get him on American television. Yeah, I would like to see that shit. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been just slowly, you know, kind of waiting for that so I can pop for that one. You know, like, yeah, it's going to be a dope moment. Uh, obviously, uh, the next match was uh, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Okay, bro. I'm I'm gonna get my shit off real quick, and I'm gonna let you touch on what you want to touch on. We just talked about this shit. <clears throat> I think two episodes, maybe three episodes, just about the whole size thing. Now, is Ricky gonna get dismantled, or should a small guy get dismantled every time just because he's facing someone that's big and muscular? No, of course you can get in your offense and all that shit. But at the end of the day, 
that shit shouldn't happen. Now, mind you, we we I, when I, we, we were texting, I told you that belt means absolutely nothing. So it's not like, oh, my God, they put the main strap on him. It ain't even like that. But, I mean, just what are we doing to Cage? Obviously, he's okay with it because he wouldn't, you know, be probably, it would probably be some issues and creative if he had a problem with that shit. But, you know, to me, just as a person that's watching the product and trying to be a fan of it, to me, that hurts him. Now, Ricky Smart, uh, Starks is a good performer in the ring from what I've seen. Have I watched a gang of his shit? No, I've seen a couple things in Ring, uh, not Ring Honor, but NWA because you were the first person to put me on him. And then I've seen a little bit of his shit since he was in AEW. So, I mean, he's not bad. So, he, he does he deserve a push? Yeah. I feel like in some in some other capacity, though. You know what I mean? Like, not main title or anything like that. But, you know, something else besides beating someone that looks like Brian Cage. That like that's just that's my whole gripe right there, man. Like the match was good, but at the end, man, like come on, I, I was not mad at him getting his shit in, but at the end, I really feel like Cade should have retained. Like I mean, he's a big fucking beast, man. You don't fucking let him lose. What's next, Marco Stunt, or just anybody really from the crowd like that? Like it just to me personally, I'm not trying to be over dramatic about it, but to me, I just feel like it it hurts big guys like that to lose the small people you can let them get their shit off but you should be winning that match well unless it's outside interference or any other kind of weird play going on then okay i I have no choice but to go with it but on some straight up shit and well that wasn't even straight up shit obviously there was interference at the end but even that i can't agree with it because it's just like it makes i don't know man i don't know I, I felt like the interference at the end kind of was because because maybe that's what they did it for to save him. But still, I still look at it like, come on, man, well, you're a big motherfucker. I, I definitely obviously the size difference was crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, for, for the most part, the match was dope to me because Starks was getting his fucking ass whooped like the whole match. But obviously at the end, you know, uh, he uh, Cage gets crossed by Hobbs at the end, which I felt like. Is definitely going to be something in the future. Now, can you give me any, like, background on this? Obviously, I knew they were Team Taz and all that shit, but where did this turmoil come yeah, from I, to where it gets to so, this point where they're crossing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like maybe Hobbs was jealous. I mean, I, I feel like it's a good storyline to set up between him and him yeah, and Kate. Now, nah, I'm interested in that match. See, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when it, it's a love-hate thing with, with me and AEW. There's shit I hate, and there's, there's shit that I'm interested. Like, okay, I, I, I'm i down for that part. Yeah, yeah. So, shit, no. so I, I, I feel like, yeah, they kind of, like, fuck Brian Cage. He's out the group now, and it's going to be fucking, it's going to let Ricky rub with the title. I mean, I'm not mad at Cage being out the group either, though. I mean, to me, I feel like he's a fine solo star by himself. I don't feel like he needs a mouthpiece now. I haven't heard much of him on the mic. But I don't think he would need a mouthpiece. I don't think he needs a manager. He's or, not horrible on the mic. So I mean, I think he would be fine on his own. Yeah, and and he's a big dude. But overall, I felt like that was a good way to end the match. And for Especially, him being that big, he does wild shit. You know what I mean? So it's not like he's just your typical big dude. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Do some. Everyone can't do what he does. All the big guys can't. But I mean, like try to do something a little crazy, man. To, to you know make you stand down instead of just typical fucking splashes and shit like yeah. that. You know, bear hugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely love the way that match ended though. I think him and Hobbs are gonna have a feud. That'll be dope. Yeah. Obviously, I'm here Ricky, for it. Ricky, the fucking crowd popped when he got the belt. So I was it like, was a I hot was crowd. Like, I, I got to point that out, too. Uh, Dynamite's had a, a hot crowd. I mean, their fans are obviously invested. The ones that are buying these tickets out in minutes and all that shit, like, they are very invested in their product. And it helps the, It helps with the crowd being back in full capacity type shit. It really does help compared to just their buddies, fellow wrestlers in the crowd. You know, of course, that to me, that kind of killed it. 
But I mean, it's good to see the live crowd actually being hot for him. So I mean, I like that. I like seeing that for him. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely dope. So next match, we had Christian and Matt Hardy. Um, is it true that that's the first time that that was a singles that they ever did it? To be honest, I can't. I can't remember. To be honest, I mean, I would have assumed, especially because you know, of course, they ran back tag matches time and time again back in the day but you know they would normally have one member from one team face i, I know it wasn't just fucking christian and jeff and edge and jeff i'm i would have assumed but i mean if they're saying it i don't think they would lie considering the network and we can just google shit nowadays so it's probably true i mean they probably never for whatever weird ass reason yeah overall overall i thought it was an okay match it wasn't it wasn't as good as i thought it was gonna be but, but them oh, being vets and shit, you yeah. would, and then have, I mean, granted, it's been years, but, you know, the chemistry, something, you know, you think it would click, kind of, probably, like, yeah. you know, so, you've been so, here before. <laughs> so, so, I guess my expectations were a little high for that match, and they did not get met, but it, it wasn't a horrible match, but, I mean, obviously, Christian going over, as, I'm happy Christian got a W, I mean, Matt, Matt's gonna be fine, he's got his whole, you know, Matt, Matt Hardy family, have family thing going over there, you know, big money Matt. So I guess he's going to be fine, whatever he does. Yeah, Christian, you See, know. I'm glad in that situation, at least, like, they could understand that part. But Matt's fine. He, Christian's new to the company. I mean, you're not going to have him win everything, but that would help him, help boost him up. So I'm glad they at least recognized that and played it that way. Like, that's it, good on their part. Yeah, but that's all I really have to say on that match. I mean, you know, just a very surprised that's the first time they ever, ever wrestled. Damn, uh, that is crazy, though. <laughs> Sammy Guevara against this uh, Wheeler Utica kid. So I've I've been seeing this guy on fucking Twitter more and more for like the past like four or five months. Never seen him. Never seen a match, but I've been seeing his name get mentioned. Yeah. Uh He's been he's been you know doing doing stuff for AEW. It's the first match that I saw live. And yeah, I guess doesn't he tag with Fred uh, Fred Yehai? Yeah, I think he's done it before in the past. So that's why I'm like maybe I. I I've seen, uh, I think it was either a picture or a gift. I forget which one. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, they they tagged together. Okay, because I never heard of Buddy until I started following Fred on Twitter, and I, you know, seen him retweet some shit. That's why I'm like, okay, tags in another organization or whatever. But I just like, okay, if you're with Fred, you got to be on something. You know, what I mean, I know you're not gonna be some boring dude. You got to probably be technical or like, so what? What is this style? Because I didn't see the shit. So uh, I mean, what did you take from him? His in ring performance. Hella versatile. Yeah. I I I think he's a really dope. I mean, him and him and Sammy Sammy Guevara damn near tore the fucking house down, in my opinion. Like I say, Sammy Guevara's up next, and this wheel you the kid, stay you know, hey, stay in AEW. If they got a spot for you on fucking TV for Fighter Fest, and you're yeah. just barely coming there, shit, man. He, he's I I like him. I like him. I want to see more. Like this <laughs> another thing I like about AEW now. You know, I'm I'm excited. You know, so you're a fan of Guevara, uh, Guevara now? Oh no, I've been a fan of Guevara. The, the the first AEW show I saw, I knew he was going to be a star. He just rubbed me wrong, just because he acts like. Well, at the time, this is when I was trying to during our hiatus and shit, and I'm watching Dynamite and shit. It's just like a lot of his shit was sloppy. Like you know, you see Ricochet hit that six thirty flush clean and then he does it and it's like overshooting look it just like that's why i'm like maybe you might want to switch your finisher up especially when someone else is on tv doing it way better than you because you're kind of fucking yourself by doing this week by week and it's not as good as him now frog splashes and shit like that different power bombs and shit like that's different you know so if someone else is doing it on tv as a finisher that shit's different but like i feel like when it comes to aerial moves whether it's 
Pox, Red Arrow, Black Arrow, whatever he calls it now. If you can't do it like them or better than them, you shouldn't do it at all. So that shit used to rub me the wrong way when I was trying to watch it because I would just hate. And then he would be on Twitter retweeting people, oh, the best 630 in the bit. No, the fuck it's not. Like, again, are we seeing shit from like an obscured angle just because we hate WWE so much or, or what? Because like I, I'm seeing the same shit you're seeing and it's not that good. Now, have I seen it recently? No. Like, so I don't know if he's got it down packed more. I don't know. So I can't speak to that extent. But just speaking during the, our hiatus when I was watching it. I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker is sloppy with that finish, man. I will I will say, I guess I see what you're saying, especially his early matches, but now he's he's really tightened up in the ring and his his hit I he right now, he could walk into NXT and be a fucking star there right now. Without a doubt in my mind right now, Sammy Guevara could walk into NXT and be a fucking major player right now. Shit, I'll give him another try, man. Like I said, like I, it's, it's been hard for me to make it through Dynamites these past couple weeks. But shit, if I get a chance next week, I'm going to definitely... Because I'm sure he's going to have a match. It seems like... That's one thing I'll say about him. They seem to always find a spot for him in one way or another, which is good. I mean, probably they're going to have big plans for him in the future, I'm assuming, if they keep him in rotation one way or the other. Yeah, I... Th- those two guys are definitely big to look out for. Keep your eye on Wheeler Yuta. And then... uh uh, Sammy Guevara, those two definitely tore the house down. Watch that if you can, if you're you know listening. That's a match to watch. Uh, what do you feel about the Cody Rhodes, Malachi Black? He answers the call, you know. Cody's sitting there calling him out, acting real very passionate in his fucking, you know. I'll give Cody that. I fucking hate him, but, like, he's passionate with his promos. Is he L.A. night level? No, but, like, he's there's passion there. So I can't, I can't take that away from that dude. Like, it, it is there for sure. Like, he does have that. I will, I will, I will, you know. I'll give Cody his 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 flowers. I like I like him way more than any other CEO in that company. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he said out of all of them, he's the best option right now. Yeah, so I will give him that. Uh, just a quick question: What you know? Do you have any expectations for that? Do you think it's going to be good? I mean, Malachi. I've got to get used to saying that. Malachi, he's great in the ring, man. Cody, he's not horrible, but I'm not expecting greatness. I mean, I'm to me, it's going to be, it has potential to be a good match. That's the best I can say, and that's what Alistair doing, or Malachi doing his thing, you know what I mean, and Cody doing his shit to the best of his ability. Like, I, I'm not expecting, like, a barn burner of a match or some shit like that that I'm going to fucking remember a year from now. I mean, besides them showing replays. But, I mean, it'll, it'll definitely be something to watch, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think they're definitely going to get their shit off. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, there's going to probably, I mean... Knowing, you know Cody's going to bleed. You know he's going to bleed at some point. I don't know how, but you, they're going to get at that point where he's going to have to bleed. <laughs> so there's going to be some wild shit at some point. Uh, moving on, we got Hangman Page comes out. Basically, hi, Kenny. Finally, we get this fucking match. You know, it's gonna Finally. Be Ken- well, technically, we're not getting the match yet. It's going to be uh, Hangman Page and the Dark Order. They're going to face... Kenny and the Elite, you know, the Bucks. First thing first, get the Bucks off the fucking mic. Can we please, Kenny, whatever. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that they're playing the obnoxious heels, but when it's really obnoxious and it's not even, like, on some wrestling, oh, they're getting good heat. Like, to me, it's like, nah, it's not the good heat to me. Like, you really, well, obviously, you got your lovers that love you guys to death. 
But for people like me, it, it's really just fucking annoying, dude. Like you guys look like fucking dweebs, bro. Like, I, like they're dweebs. Like, you guys, like, that you, shit you guys don't are the even... lamest fucking heels I've ever seen in my fucking life. That's like why, I, I, and that's I, I get to be it. polite I, about it. <laughs> I, I, I get it that they're you know they're CEOs and you know like vice presidents, whatever they are, and you know they're gonna be the champs and they do whatever the fuck they want. I get that, but like, but they did take them a minute. I will say that. It's not like they just got the straps put on them. They did do their little run where they were losing. And, man, what's but, going on with the Bucks? Are they losing it? All that shit. Like, they did take their little journey, but we all knew that shit was inevitable. Which I, I, I get that, but take the belts off them. You got a lot of nice, good tag teams now. You know, you guys got enough to not I worry about I want Santana and Ortiz to get their moment. Exactly. Dude, Santana and Ortiz. I, like, you know, up. shout out to them. I want them to get their little moment, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on the horizon, but like, yeah, I'm, I agree with you. Get the belts off them. They will be fine. They will still push their merch. You can still have them on Dynamite and all that shit. It, it'll be fine. It'll be okay. They'll live. So basically, if, if, uh, if, uh, if Hangman and the uh, Dark Order win, Dark Order get a fucking tag belt match. So I think those are the next guys. You know they're not fucking. The Bucks aren't losing to them. So. Yeah. So I think I think you know Hangman gets his fucking match with him. So you know that's something to look out for in the future. So that's the positive. Yeah. You know something for them. Uh, trying to think what else. I mean I don't. I'm not gonna say anything on the Penelope Ford and one girl. I don't. I don't. I don't like the the other girl. Like I don't. She's just way too small to be getting all these moves off. See, so you see what I mean? Like, I mean, it's okay for them to get their shit off a little bit, but like, come on, man! Like, they can't video game this shit where it's just like they're just so unbeatable and just man, they yeah, just like like I like she's getting like crazy moves off in the ring, and I'm like, this girl's like four ten, like ninety seven pounds. Like, no way! And Penelope, I'm not saying Penelope Ford is a fucking world beater, and she's fucking yeah. the greatest wrestler in the world, but. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. So you know, whatever that match happens, uh, old girl wins. Uh, what else? Obviously, the main event, coffin match, Darby Allen against Ethan Page. I think I caught some of it. I didn't catch it all, but I did catch some of it, and I think I seen the end where he, even though dude was in the casket, he did the little casket dive onto the so, casket. He literally said, "Put him in the coffin." <laughs> literally. Uh, I thought it was a banger of a fucking match. I love Ethan Page. I think he's... I'm so happy that they have something for him in AEW. He's a star for sure. I like him a lot. You know, uh... I have nothing bad to say about him, honestly. Like, I, I, I was aware of him because of Impact, but since he's been in AEW, I, you know, I think the first thing I seen him do was throw Darby down those steps, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have nothing bad to say about him, or Scorpio, for that matter, in their tag team. At first, I was like, this is a odd-ass pairing. I thought Scorpio was going to break off, blah, 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 but, yeah, I got nothing bad to say about Paige, man. Darby, somebody tweeted it. I really wish I remember who tweeted it, but they were like, Darby takes more stupid bumps than Foley, bro, and that's a lot. And then, like, if you think about that shit, like, there's a lot of senseless-ass spots he does for no reason just for the sake of, I'm hardcore. Like, you don't, bro, you're young. You're going to fuck yourself over, bro. That, he, that, he's already been on record saying he doesn't plan on wrestling that long. Okay, cool. That's still, okay, you got early exit, but you could still severely fuck yourself up from now until then. That, 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 when uh, Ethan Page threw him into the steps, oh, my God, bro. Like, I, like, I cringe because, like, I knew, I know for a fucking fact. There's no fucking way 
he woke up that next morning and his knee wasn't swollen with a fucking big ass gash in it because he hit the corner of that bitch full fucking force, bro. And that you, I'm sorry, that's real. That what like he, you know, you can talk all the shit about you want about wrestling, but that shit was real. Yeah, he really shit, hit his knee you really can't hard. Fake that. <laughs> well, overall though, I was really fucking happy. Uh, I love Darby Allen. I love you know, AEW really impressed me with this card. Loved it. I thought it was, you know, I'm trying to keep my eyes open for it. So just so we have it on the podcast, I have the representation. Yeah, they got, yeah, got to give them their little moment. Yeah, I, just, you I, know, I'm I not definitely gonna... don't want it to always be bad, but hey, man, I got to call a spade a spade in, in case, a lot of cases, not just some. Yep. Want to want to be fair on how we, you know, if we see something good, we want to shout it out. Hell yeah. Is that all for AEW? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was the card. Shit, switching over to AAW. A live Chicago-based uh, wrestling promotion for those outside of Illinois and the Chicagoland area. Uh, we had went, like we uh, touched on last podcast, went to their United We Stand pay-per-view. Great fucking show. And then before the show, they taped this week's uh, Alive and didn't know too much about uh, the people on there at all. These were, to me, to be honest, these were all unknowns. But, I mean, obviously people that really dig the indies and, like, go to multiple promotion shows and shit. you probably seen some of these people uh First match of the night was Damian Chambers versus Xavier Walker. Walker's a big boy. <laughs> I got to say that through the door. He's, I, I think they tried to say he was 6'7". I don't know about that, but, like, he's I, a big I, boy. So, <laughs> I'm I'm 6'3". I would say he's, like, 6'5"-ish. He's, That's what I'm def- like. he's taller than me, but not, like, I'm yeah, looking up at yeah, the dude. That's why I'm like, yeah, I get it. Wrestling, you got to spice it up a little bit sometimes, from time to time. So I get it. But with with the little ring, he does look small or, or huge. In that, yeah, in that yeah, that ring. ring. Yeah, the size of the ring probably played a part too. Because yeah, he he looked pretty big in that motherfucker, and, <laughs> and and he wasn't bad. Like I said, again, didn't know either guy at all. So I just went in there zero expectations and just really watched him do their thing and. Wasn't a bad match, man. And Walker walked away with the W. Uh, what did you end up thinking about it? And, and you know, first impressions of these guys. So first impression is I like both of them. I think Chambers. I really like him. I'm I followed him on Twitter. Uh, apparently, he's working with OVW right now. That's so, dope. So I'm I'm gonna keep trying to follow him and watch matches of him now. You know, I'm I'm like I'm invested in AAW now. So like. Anytime they bring somebody in, I'm gonna want an out. Now I'm gonna follow him on Twitter. I'm gonna see what you know, what he's doing. I'm I'm excited. You know, it was it, I thought it was a good match. I think Chambers he's got the look too. Both of the yeah, guys he, had Cham- the look. Yeah, Chambers. Yeah, they got the look. Chambers wasn't bad either. Got give him. Got to give him his uh, props on that shit too. Like he wasn't sloppy in the ring. Like he. I don't know how long he's been doing it, but he must have been doing it for a minute because he didn't look like somebody new or like he was hella green or no shit like that. Yeah. Um, next match, Hartenbauer versus Damian Saint. Uh, first of all, Saint came out to no music, so I think it was either you or Tim that was like, oh, we know he's getting squashed. He came out to no music, and uh, Hartenbauer came out and made his entrance. Little Amish-looking guy. Don't know much about him. You guys probably know, so don't crucify me. <laughs> New to this shit. Uh, again, not a bad match. Uh, I was expecting, gotta admit, uh, I wasn't the guy. <laughs> Expecting uh, Hartenbauer to be as decent as he was, I was expecting him to like be kind of trash. If I'm gonna be honest, like I, that's what I was expecting. Just off look, I'm like, oh god, I was like, what are they doing to us? Buddy comes out with no music, then this guy with the music comes out looking like this. Gotta say, don't judge a book by its cover, man. Like, dude wasn't bad at all. Uh, I thought just off of looks, like at one point, 
maybe Saint could have pulled it out because you know even though he didn't come out with music i'm like people do shit differently surprise you know just to get the crowd to pop and shit but uh no hart and bauer ended up walking away uh what was your takeaway from them two uh Martin Bauer is low key a fucking beast. Like he was hitting some clotheslines and shit. Like he was Brock Lesnar. Like he was, you know, <laughs> getting the shoulders grinded up. You know, swinging on him. I like Martin Bauer, but Damien's or the the Saint dude, the Saint dude wasn't bad at all either. I felt like it wasn't even a squash match because Saint was definitely getting some offense. Yeah, in. yeah, that's what I'm saying. At one point, I was like, okay, maybe they didn't have his uh, tra- MP MP4 or whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> but uh yeah at one moment it, uh at one time it definitely looked like he was gonna pull out the w yeah i meant to, I, shit, I wouldn't mind seeing another match not not the same like rematchy but like i wouldn't mind seeing them again hartenbauer and uh and saint do another match with somebody else because i want to see more of, of basically everybody we've seen that night so i mean should i another decent match gotta say when in there open-minded shit i fucked with it i liked it yeah, I, uh, I'm definitely looking out for hartenbauer more for sure i'm yeah. excited to see him in a uh more more matches in aaw uh, and then the last match of the night, Russ Jones versus Jake Oman. And again, I'm really big on Russ Jones, man. He calls himself the gatekeeper at AAW. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling that whole little name and gimmick. Like, you know, ain't going to be no bullshit in this ring or in this promotion. So I, I think he's going to be their next guy. I mean, until somebody wisens up and picks him up. You know what I mean? But I, I, I can see him whether it's fred or whoever i could definitely see before the year's over maybe him being in the picture because i don't think they're going to do like wwe style where they're just going to take a long time to get to something like they're going to probably recognize especially if the crowd keeps taking to him like they are you're going to have no choice but to push him up so i mean the gatekeeper shit right now for the time being you know just coming out crushing people uh i think Dude got a, omen got a little bit of shit in i think but for the most part uh he was just getting suplexed on his shit so, yeah, just, I mean, the whole rugged rough style, I mean, we, we kind of see it with Cross. I don't want to make comparisons like that, but, like, we, with the just suplexing and dominating like that in that sense of, of wrestling. I still dig it, though, man. Then his knee is, what is it, like a running knee to the back of the neck or yeah. head area? Dope finisher. Wish they put that in uh, 2K22. Hopefully, shit. Uh, yeah, I, I dig the finisher. Like I said, the look, I mean, can't say too much about the ring entrance, you know what I mean? Ain't too much to it. Well, at least the show that was there the way they had it set up but like yeah i mean i i'm hoping they really do something with them man that's what i'm saying by the years and the crowd keeps taking to them i think that they would end up really going with them for real and they would not be wrong uh i personally wanted to eventually take the belt off myra that's a good way to have him a gatekeeper have the fucking not the main belt but the yeah Perfect. See, now the heritage, I'm still, I still don't have clarity on that. Like, I don't know if that's a middleweight, cruiserweight belt or if anybody can compete for it. I'm not too sure on that yet. Yeah, it might be a cruiserweight. Like, that's why I'm like, I'm not too sure. I mean, with you throwing the name heritage on it, I would think it would just be a regular mid card title. I don't know, but I could be wrong and it could be their version of that. I mean, if it's not a cruiserweight title, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, let him get that belt and then we can get to that big show eventually still and he still got that accolade going. So, yeah, either way you would roll the dice on that one. Uh, all in all, though, quick, short show. It felt like it went fast when we were there uh, and then watching it back, it, it, the episode flew. So it was just like, I like it. You know, I like these little hour shows, whether it's NXT UK or, you know, whoever's doing these hour form- formats is smart. Like, 
Sometimes well, less is more. So th- th- this one was only a half hour. Oh, it was only a half. Yep. hour? God, that's okay. why it went so, so fast, bro. Because I'm like, man, this shit flew. It was it was three matches and then some promos. And Even stuff. though there was another match, but I guess that was just the dark match, the tag match that took place. I thought that match was going to be on the live. The t- oh. uh, the guys with the uh, gold attire, yeah yeah, 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 and the cat with the blonde hair. Uh, yeah, I thought that was going to make the show, but apparently that was a dark match. And I mean, yeah, that match wasn't bad. I mean, like we were touching on last pod, like, I mean, obviously they it was an opener match for a reason, but like those guys have hella potential, man. That's why I'm like, yeah, it's cool to see that kind of shit. And then now that we're starting to go and interact with this brand, it's like, it's going to be cool to see some of these younger talents develop over the, over time going on like that. I'm looking forward to that shit. Just being able to see who got it from the get go and see what the hell they develop into, man. But again, man, if y'all ain't hip to it, man, AAW on demand, go ahead and check them out, man. That's a dope ass promotion. A lot of the greats done came and went through there. You know what I mean? You got your Ruby Rice, your Tommaso Champas, your fucking Seth Rollins, Killer Cross. The list goes on. Samoa Joe, CM Punk. You know, a lot of people done went through those ropes over there. So shit, they're worth checking out. Uh, switching over to NXT UK, Walter and Dragonoff have a press conference. Did you peep that at all? Yeah, yeah. I, I what def- was going on with Dragonoff at first, man? Like this nigga looked like he about to break down and shit. Like I mean, he's just he's just words, bro. He's just telling you words. Like this man's looking like he's finna break the fuck down on stage. I I like that because I like the emotion. I'm just like, what's going on? Is this nigga gonna have a? Man? He's already toying with the crazy aspect of shit. Like, is he gonna break because so, of this? So it's kind it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like when Cormier was losing to Jones, and then Jones pops. Right before the fight, it's like, bro, I've been training for this shit. Fuck do you mean? I can't, we can't do it now. Hell yeah, I'd be broke down too. That's what it's like to me. So I was, I was like, I did, I dig the fuck. And yeah, it could be going crazy. That's what I was, that's what I took from it. Because they did the press conference, set the match, and then like a match took place. And then right after that, it was like, boom, uh, uh, Walter got injured. And I'm just curious, like, is I, I don't think it's a real injury. Do you think they're trying to hold off for live crowds or something? What would be the reason of this? Because we've been waiting, I feel like, a month almost. Because first he had to go through the triple threat with uh, Joe and Rampage. He did that shit, you know what I mean? Like, it, So, like, why when we finally are about to get there, we push it, postpone it to f- whenever? They, they didn't even have a fucking time for it. So it's like, do you think they're waiting for live crowds? Because I don't think Walter's really injured. I... I- I don't know. He did post a picture on Twitter, so maybe it's just kayfabe. He's just killing us. But maybe they're waiting for a takeover. Because their their takeover was supposed to happen before the pandemic hit. I feel bad for them over there, man. Because you know they don't get as many takeovers or pay per views from WWE in general. So for them to finally get their own brand and you know their takeovers be so spaced out to finally get a pandemic, it's like yeah, I guess that'll be ideal. But when are we gonna do this shit? You know what I mean? Like, when is it going to happen? Like, if the pandemic didn't hit, I really wonder how many takeovers y'all would have had by now. Because I think it would have been at a way slower pace, to be honest. But, I mean, the question I want to ask you besides that, do you think it's time? They're talking about Walter's historic reign and, you know, how long it's been and shit. Do you think it's time and do you think Dragunov is the right choice to do it with? Him being young and all that shit, being a fresh face. Well, at least to the WWE, obviously, he's done his thing in other promotions. But do you think he's the guy right now? Uh, yeah. I, because I'm not going to give it back to Dunn or Bate. So it's like, is he the best option? Besides Joe Coffee, yeah. 
I want to know about, like, what the fuck did Joseph Connors do? Because, like, I'm still going off of his time in WCPW, What Culture Pro Wrestling. That's where I really seen him at first. Same thing with Big Damo or whatever. Like, a lot of the people that's in NXT UK obviously came from that brand. Or that promotion, I should say. And it's just like, yeah, he was a fucking beast. And he seemed like a serious guy. And they have not... I, me, personally, that would be my wild card pick. I wouldn't mind seeing Joseph Connors. But they don't showcase him enough. And they don't showcase him enough in a dominant role either. So I can see why you would make that face and be like, eh, I don't think so. But yeah. beforehand, before they dumbed him down and made him so soft, like, that was potentially a fucking champ, future champion right there. Now I don't see it anymore because what they've done to him. I, I think he's one of the first people in NXT UK to me that has kind of suffered, whether it's from creative or just the pandemic, whatever have you. Like, I think he's one of the first ones that really suffer over there. Everyone else has kind of took it in stride and made shit work, whether it's Noam Dar, you know, I mean, even Kenny Williams has managed to make shit just work. But him, not so much. Yeah, I I like Connors, but yeah. The way they build them, yeah. Yeah, man, it, that, they don't, like, I, I'm sure they do understand. I mean, they're fucking pro- the professionals of that business, but, I mean, they act like they don't understand it. That affects things. <laughs> like, it really does, and they should know that shit by now. Uh, the NXT UK Women's Championship match, Miko Sadamora versus Emil. Never seen her before. Uh, not bad match. Not a bad match. I mean, Miko, to me, she, she deserves the, the belt right now. Like, I mean, she... Hey, I'm surprised she moved to the UK. I mean, shit, I for sure thought it's been like I'm moving to the states or nothing. So for her to, you know, go ahead and do that, put the belt on her. She's a fucking legend, basically a living legend, basically. Yeah, so, and then basically, even with her winning, to me, it wasn't a bad showing for Emil. Like I said, I never seen her wrestle before, but it wasn't a bad showing for her. She didn't look weak. She didn't get dominated. She 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 kind of dominated Miko from point to point at certain times during the match. So I'm like, I dig that. Like that's building new people like now if i would have seen her for the first time and she just get washed i'm not really too invested in her being in the title picture anytime soon especially how bad you let her get beat so i mean i i, I like that it was an even match and, and like i said it was a good match and uh to me in general what what, what did you think about your first impressions on amel i guess i mean i it was weird yeah because it was uh last week she was you know coming out and you know demanding a you know, a title shot. Yeah, that's why I was like, who the fuck is this? Right? Like, I was like, I was weirded out by it. I was like, well, there's so many other people I would give that title shot to first. Yeah, you know. That, I think that was my only real gripe on it. Don't get me wrong. She, but you know, but she, now after seeing, yeah. what do you think? Do you think that's a good contender? Like, Yeah, I mean, so? I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about her. I just feel like, fuck, Jenny couldn't use that. You know, like, people that have already been on air and really been invested in. Yeah, I feel you on that. I guess I guess that's my only gripe about it, and and you know with with the lineage of the belt, you knew she wasn't gonna fucking lose. It was like, oh yeah, Miko ain't losing that belt no time soon. But the only person that I have a question mark on, like I said last time, is Blair Davenport. I don't know what WWE is gonna do with her. She could have went to eight, well, not AEW. She could have went back to Japan. She could have went to Impact, but she chose you guys. So I would think that there's something in the cards for her. I don't think that they're just gonna have her there and wait months. Because, I mean, they got a roster over there. It's not like they got only four girls on their roster. So they got matches over there. But if you're going to, especially if this takeover ends up popping off, what better match to have for that shit than Davenport versus uh, Sadamora? So, I mean, I don't know. That's the only question mark. If, if Miko doesn't hold it long, I feel like she would be the one to do it. I would. I My, my first person I'm going to put against Miko would be 
Millie. She yeah, Millie. She needs she needs a little something, man. I bro, she don't need nothing. Her fucking ring is bro. She's no, 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 a fucking no, no, no. monster. Saying, no, that's though. what I'm saying. Like she needs something, but it just it's unfortunate timing with Miko being there right now. You know what I mean? Like they could probably have some bangers for real. Like I mean, I'm pretty sure they could throw some shit together that'd be dope, hard hitting. But it's I, just like it's I'm just thinking, unfortunate. <laughs> both, both of them are fucking stiff, stiff workers. So it's, I I would love that. Uh. The Heritage Cup, like I said, to me, uh, I mean, Tyler Bay, I was expecting to win. He faced Mark Coffey. I think Mark Coffey got one, and obviously uh, Bay got the winning falls and shit. I, w- I will say it's a nice look for Mark Coffey. Yeah, be able to step away from the tag team shit and try to do something on some single shit. I yeah. ain't mad at it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, other than that, I didn't really take too much uh, other than that shit from a U.K., as far as SmackDown goes, before SmackDown took place in a dark match, Harry Smith returned. Uh, even went on to confirm in an interview video afterwards online uh, that he's back in WWE after a decade, basically. I'm glad he's back. I just don't know if putting him in a dark match was the way to go about it. Because, you know, in this day and age, we obviously see this shit on Twitter. So that whole allure of him debuting on Raw or SmackDown is kind of gone now. We know he's back with the company. It's just when is he going to shoot with brand? Like, do you think that was a smart decision to, to re-debut him in a dark match? Granted, live crowd, first live crowd, all yeah, that shit. You I'm know fine I mean? with that. The first live crowd. Be able to get get see him back. Uh, what, do you, what do you think is the best option for him? To me, I hate to sound cliche because I say this shit all the time, but it would for him, I would say either of the NXTs. He's been there on Raw and SmackDown before. Are you guys really going to give him a legitimate push if, if you were to bring him on Raw or SmackDown? I kind of doubt it. I know he ain't going over Roman. You might let him go over Bobby Cause just because he's a big boy. But like other than that, I feel like he would be better suited for either of the NXTs because, I mean, shit, UK could use him, but now that would come down to... I mean, I know he's lived in Japan and shit, but, like, would you want to go move to the U.K. so you can do these tapings and shit like that? Or would you want to continue to live in the States and, you know, just be on regular NXT? Because, you know, we all know Cross's exit's looming. We don't know when, but we know it's coming at some point. So who's going to be the next big dude? So How old is he now? I don't even know. Let me see if I can look it up real fast. Because I feel like he's starting to get up there in age. Yeah, I forget how old he was. Shit, to add 10 years to that shit, too. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it all depends. I mean, depends, man. Like, 35 years old. Okay, yeah, so he's starting to get up there. So, yeah, at this at, point in your career, it's got to be all or nothing with these companies. I wouldn't be settling for re-getting a new tag team partner. I mean, the only exception I would fucking make, because uh, Tim had mentioned something. That I, he read something, I guess, uh Tyler Kid, Tyson Kidd is working on a return to the ring or at least trying to get cleared. Something along those lines. Now, that's the only exception I'm willing to make if y'all re-team and do the Heart Foundation shit again because I was a fan of the tag team back in the day when they were when they were around tagging. So I wouldn't be mad at that. But other than that, no, nah, man, this man is 35 years old. He's done went around the globe, like he said, you know, honing his craft, getting better at it and shit. Like, yeah, it's time to be all in on him, you know? I, I guess that, that, that would be my only thing. I... I'd probably put him on the main roster, but you know what I'm saying? You'd have to, I'd have to have something for him, like heart foundation type shit. Apparently he's been signed since March and they just been waiting for the right time to put him on, on the show. And that's what I mean. The, sh- the right time is a dark match. That's why I'm like, and he's been signed since March. Like what the fuck? Like, I, I, like, I, 
you know, how many special NXT episodes and shit have taken place since then. Like, there's been bunch of chances for y'all to debut this guy. So they must have something for him on the main roster. Though. I mean, if all I, that's all I can ask for. If you're going to put him on Raw or SmackDown, please do right by him this time and don't have him do no bullshit or be a mid-carter. I, w- I would, but I would have to, you know, I'd have to talk to Pillman Jr. and see if we can get our heart, real heart foundation two going with Natalia. Well, well, now he's officially signed with AEW. I seen that tweet. I guess uh, he finally got out of his contract with somebody. I don't, I don't want to say it was Lucha Underground, but some company that was everybody holding this guy. Signed yeah, to yeah, Lucha Underground. yeah, yeah, them niggas signed. Everybody locked everybody's ass That's up for, over there. for real shit. That's a death row wrestling. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, he finally got free, so now he's a full-time AEW performer. So yeah, any I've, any chances on that? It's probably I don't know how long his contract is, but yeah, it's gonna be a year or two before we get any hopes for that. Uh, shit, and then Finn Balor came back. I mean, we kind of figured that was not on SmackDown, but just in general a call-up because you know what was left for him to do in NXT. He was down. They said he was down there for two years. That was a fast-ass two years, man. Like I. That shit came and went. That was a long, like, a quick fucking two years. But Felt yeah, like he just debuted the other day. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, for it to be that long, and now he's back on the main roster, improved. I, he, Like I said, he needed that refresher. He, I think, even said himself he needed that refresher. So what is your feelings on him being back on the blue brand? That's Finn. I mean, it's one of the best in the world, so... Do you think they're going to keep him as mid-card Finn, or do you think that he's finally opened their eyes and we can potentially see a showdown between him and Roman? Or do you think it's just same old song and dance? He'll probably beat Apollo or whoever the fuck's the mid-card title holder. I mean, the FN should be near the top, or at least in the fucking title picture. That's how I feel about it. It's the Universal Championship. Yeah, it's blue, but that's the he's the first champion, and he never lost it. Like So you can just bring that shit full circle, and he's going to go against the fucking big, bad tribal chief. Yeah, put Roman back on Raw. Especially with this draft looming. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the possibilities for so much shit right now is just up in the air. So it's just like, how are you guys going to execute this shit? You have, uh, once again, opportunities to correct shit and make shit good. But... It's just a matter of will they fucking do it. You know they won't. Shit, other than that, I really didn't take anything. I mean, SmackDown wasn't bad. It, it, it was a decent show. I got, But other than that, I didn't take too much from it. Um, shit, we can preview the money in the bank, the card so far, unless they add some shit to it. Uh, money in the bank takes place tomorrow on Sunday. Uh, women's Money in the Bank ladder match Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia and Tamina who is your pick who's walking away with the briefcase I mean who's my pick or who do I want to win I mean shit, give, me, shit, give me both if you, if you get in any of these uh, matches if you got two different options what you think and what you want shit let me know I I want Asuka to win, but I got a feeling Liv's going to win. Yeah, the way they've been trying to push her, uh, I wouldn't mind Asuka winning. Uh, At the same time, though, I feel like they're going to end up either letting... These are my two picks, and I know you're probably going to be like, what the fuck, but like, I think they're either going to let Bliss win or they're going to fucking pull a crazy one and let uh, Nikki win. Nikki? 
I can see if they want to go completely left field and and just because how crazy her character is and shit, and they could probably do some little goofy spot where she gets up the ladder or some shit, or while other people are fighting or some shit. Like I like they could really do anything. I feel like in that aspect. So I mean, if WWE wants to go out of left field, I feel like those would be the two picks: either Bliss or Ash. I feel you. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championships. AJ Styles and Omos versus Viking Raiders. Glad to see them back in the title picture. Hmm. Shit, I'll go first on this one. It's it's 50-50. I feel like I would want the Viking Raiders to win, but I feel like WWE is going to, you know, let the boys retain. AJ and Omos is going to retain. That's That's how I feel about it. Well... AJ having a belt. I mean, at least they have some for AJ. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not mad at it. I mean, but yeah, I wouldn't mind Viking Raiders. But yeah, at least AJ has something going. Well, yeah, I don't see Viking Raiders taking a belt. That's that's a weird one, you know, because it's like it's not a real tag team. Yeah, they just really just threw them together and they're just running with it. I hate that shit though. Like, and then meantime, meanwhile, they're facing a real tag team that's probably gonna lose. But AJ be making that dude look fucking tall. <laughs> like he really got somebody. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they work well with each other, so shit. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like the pairing. I, I don't think it's bad at all. Uh yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't see AJ losing. At least they got something for him. Hell yeah. Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Now, this one, I really can't call this one. I mean, of course, I want Rhea to retain, but WWE loves them some Charlotte. And with Andrade leaving and shit like that, I'm pretty sure they want to keep Charlotte happy. So that's why I do not know how they would call this one. Hmm. Yeah. See, yeah, I mean, you know, WWE loves them some Charlotte. So it's like... Where are you going to go on that one? But Rhea's so hot right now. So they would kind of be foolish to take it off her right now. That's why I'm like, but then they love some Charlotte. So it's like, I don't know, man. These motherfuckers might do it. They might fuck around and pull it and put the belt on her. Probably by cheating tactics, obviously, or maybe an injury angle. But I could see it happening. I'm not saying it's not possible at all. Rhea's really turned out to be one of the big timers, huh? Yeah. Who would have like thought, man? Like, like. Like, I mean, to this level, I well, let me clarify. I knew she was going to be something, didn't think that they would go with her as fast. Yeah, as fast for sure. I did not think yeah, we'd did not be see, here. Yeah, did not see this being this damn soon. But not mad at it, though. She's been making it fucking work. Uh, Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Edge. Off bad, I got to say, I don't see Roman losing. So, good marquee match, you know, Edge his name putting that that'll get match. some eyes on the pay-per-view for sure yeah uh but i don't see edge winning regardless of what he's been doing to the family and shit you know what i mean these past weeks i i don't see him i don't see him walking away with the strap what about you loki i wouldn't mind an edge win i mean it would be cool i mean it would be better than a Brock or fucking Goldberg championship you know run because i would feel like maybe he would be willing to do more shows i mean probably not matches probably be a lot of promos and just in ring promos and shit like that from them and then pay-per-view wise have a match but yeah i mean i wouldn't be against it it would be a better run than those other guys that we don't see for months fucking brock wrestled what two two or three times or some shit that one that one year like yeah fuck that kind of shit man you're gonna put a belt on him yeah (laughs) i i don't know i mean i I feel like 
but with with Roman having all this momentum, would it be smart to take the belt off? Now, when you say it that way, no, and not to Edge either, because Edge is a fucking Hall of Famer. And he's his legacy is cemented, so he doesn't necessarily need it. So it would really be harmful to Roman with all the momentum he has and the shit that he's built with this character. So yeah, it would be dumb if they did that. So Roman kind of needs to retain just because. It's, yeah, you know. so having him lose to Edge, I guess it would be a better build up for SummerSlam or something. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. Well, I'll let you go first on this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit, man. Yo, shout out to Kofi. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Kofi. Uh, oh, yeah, man. There ain't no ill will or no shit like that. Nah, it's no, not. it's just... Fuck no. Why is Kofi in this match with Bobby? We know Bobby ain't losing to Kofi. That's what I'm saying. This is kind of pointless. Come on now. What are we doing here? Wasting that, a spot. And that's the shit, the shit on Raw that they be doing. I, and I get Kofi had his little Kofi mania. It was, everybody had their feel-good moment. It was awesome. But like... Is he really that guy? I don't see it. Like, and once again, no disrespect. It's just I don't see it. I, like, I would, I would rather, I would rather Xavier Woods be the champion before him, and that's just my honest opinion. I still got to say Big E, man. Like, well, well I, obviously, Big, obviously, I, Big E's the first whole, choice. Out of that whole group, I just, yeah, man, Kofi ain't that guy, man. Like, it's, it's Big E. He's the only viable option. You keep Woods and Kofi a tag team, unfortunately, and then if they did split up, I would push Xavier more than Kofi. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. Saying. Yeah, I agree with you in that sense. Yeah, uh, and again, no knock on Kofi. You done did your thing. You, you know, you're champion in different formats, whether it's tag or intercontinental or what have you. So, I mean, you got your shit. You're going to be in the books one day, man. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a so, Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's already. And you're. I don't think you're wrapping it up anytime soon. So, shit, you're good, bro. You don't need it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Bobby, too, man. Bobby, I yeah, I don't see Kofi as that kind of material. Bobby has done tremendous. It was shaky when he first came back. Very, but, very but man, shaky. Has MVP transformed him like obviously there's a confidence there now and everything so i can be invested in this character and would you would have said that would you have thought that in 2016 you would have said that in 2021 bro I, mvp bro, I, revived oh, bobby's oh, oh, career oh that part no <laughs> i did i did have high hopes for bobby when he returned and i was i remember even when we were potting i'm like just give it some time man he's used to that taping and impact he's not used to doing live shows that's why he's botching like this blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. like yeah now it's He's he's good, man. He's good. But yeah, as far as MVP, fuck no. I would not have thought him of all people would have revitalized that man's career and did what he did for the hurt business either. Like a whole ass stable basically. Like, yeah, wouldn't have seen that in WWE. They should have never split them up. Yeah, they fucked up. Another stupid ass choice by creative. I mean, it's hey. what what her business is working. They're selling merch and people are actually nah, let's fuck nah. Pull the plug. <laughs> like, that's so just stupid. merch alone. You guys could have fucking made money. Like, I don't under... Just, just, just the money. 
like her I d- business. I dug the shirts because how it said her business, and it would have their individual logos. So if you wanted to be a Shelton fan, you can get a her business shirt that would have a Shelton fucking logo or a Cedric logo. I thought that was fucking genius. Like if you want to just do MVP Bobby or her way, or if you want to get the whole set, like that right there was smart. Whoever decided to do that. So, I, yeah, y'all fucked up royally. You could have kept that train going in different colors. <laughs> you could have had that train go for co- at least a couple more years, you know? I mean, I know, I know we're not going to get groups to be as long as fucking Undisputed Era. Like, I, that was a minute. Like, I don't see us getting up besides New Day. I don't even count them. But, like, I know we're not going to get a stable like that again for a while. So, I don't, you know, I guess. At least I guess we got it while we got it. Yeah, and it was who they were, so shit. <laughs> Men's Money in the Bank ladder match: Drew McIntyre, Riddle, Ricochet, John Morrison, Big E, Kevin Owens, Kingsuke Nakamura, Seth Rollins. That's a lineup. Yeah, it's a banger of a match. Just, just looking at the names, bro. Like, cause yeah, Big E could do some wild shit. You know, Ricochet and Morrison are gonna do some fucking wild shit. Yeah. Rollins. Yeah, man. This one's kind of hard. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who's your pick? I'm always going to be a Riddle fan. I think Riddle needs it. I think that Riddle is already over, which I knew he would because he's a, he's a fucking he's a top guy. I think I think Riddle Riddle having that that money in a bank would be so awesome, and I think that could really he use Randy to really build himself up. Now he could really separate himself from Randy with the money in the bank. Yep. So now now you can go now you can go your serious route and be a real fucking badass that you are. I'm fucking torn on this match, man. Like, I feel like Kevin Owens could use it. I really feel like Nakamura could use it. I no, mean, Shinsuke's got th- the king. Why not go full full all the way with it? Like, you got the crown, now you got the belt. You, you know, will we'll have a chance at the belt. Shit, you could really be the king of SmackDown. Shit, you're the champion and whatever the whole crown shit is. You know what I mean? Like, hey, there you go. Uh, and then Riddle too. I mean McIntyre, you had your moment. I don't see them doing it with Ricochet. Morrison, you are gonna be back tagging with Miz once he's cleared. Biggie, they'll have something for you. But like, yeah, when it co- and Rollins, you're Rollins. Like you're gonna be fine and continue to do your promos and talk about your drip. You're fine. Like you're gonna be okay. Uh, but yeah, Owens and Nakamura and Riddle, like those three, I'm torn. I, I can't pick out of those three. I, I would like one of those three to win. I know that's not a fair <laughs> uh, answer, but yeah, that, I want one of those three to win. My uh, my coworker absolutely loves Riddle. She's a big uh, big wrestler fan. She was telling me the other day, like, yeah, I like uh, I like the guy. She loves. She's a big Randy fan, and she's like, yeah, I love the guy that Randy's been with. I was like, oh, you like Matt Riddle? She's like, yeah, I love him. You know, he's hilarious. He's getting over on the main roster, and, I, and then I remember seeing people say, oh, he's not going to work when they call him up. How not? He has that first, like, not a, obviously, there's that stoner aspect, so you're going to get people to fuck with him off that, because you say it without saying it. And then just the goofiness of his promos and backstage antics, like, other people are going to get into it, because it's not so childish, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's not cheesy. You can get into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, how not, how can he not be a star on the main roster? But, hey, if they go with him, hey, man, they they should know what they have with him by now, too, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I mean, I I... Everybody loves everybody loves Riddle, man. He's awesome. Shit. Do you have anything else for this week? Uh, Goldberg coming back. How you feel about it? He's really coming back. Yeah, he's coming back back. 
probably going to come take their belt off Bobby. See, I hate that kind of shit, man. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. The first time was like, okay, cool. You know, he never did it. He went to the wrestling in front of his son. All that good shit, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool, man. I'll give you that. But, like, right now where we're at, we don't need you. Like, I understand they're probably throwing a hefty bag at you, and why not, you know, for a couple minutes of work? Why not? I get it. I get it from your point of view, but you should be able to respect the business enough and be like, you know, it's not my time anymore. Can I do an appearance and be attached to a show in some capacity? Yeah. But to be inserted into your main picture, like, you should be a little more respectful on that aspect. Like, come on, bro. We don't need you. Let these younger guys do their thing. I, I but, but I, somebody made a great point on Twitter the other day. So, well, we're supposed to get all excited when Sting comes back, but, you know, at least Goldberg can be Goldberg. Goldberg was hot. Like, you know, why why is it okay for Sting to come back? I think he still has that stench with Undertaker on him. I think that's why people are, like, just so down on that shit. Whenever you mention Goldberg coming back, people are like, fuck no. And it's, and it's probably because of that match being so damn horrible, man. Like, hopefully, like, I'm sure along with other people, they wish they could erase that shit from the WWE history books. Like, please, just act like it never happened. It was really fucking bad. So, I mean... I just wouldn't want him attached to the main title picture at all for either brand. Like, I don't mind him being a part of the show because he is an attraction. He is a name. He is a legend. So I'm not mad at that. But, like, let's not just over-insert him in the shit just because of that. Even though we're kind of doing that with Edge right now. But, like, yeah, SmackDown, I guess, is kind of light on the challengers. Yeah. Unless you want to just do a, put together a match that you know Roman's going to win and no one's going to want to go watch the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean... I guess uh, it'd be crazy if he took the belt off Bobby. That'd be kind of wild. Yeah. So like well, Bobby's in a, on a different level right now. So I don't even know if they would even pull that with him because he ain't no bitch right now. So yeah, I don't. I don't see him just taking a spear and a jackhammer. What? He, what about Drew and Goldberg? I don't know, man. Drew's gonna have to do so much carrying through that match for real, for real. Like, yeah, I guess I would watch it, but man, it's gonna have to be short. Whoever the fuck, even if Drew wins, that shit's gonna have to be short because Goldberg is not gonna be able to go no fucking eight, ten minutes, bro. That's not gonna. You're not getting that. So what? Three and a half? If that, yeah. If that, that, (laughs) Drew gonna have to come in and reverse the rose and just hit his ass with a claymore immediately. One, two, three. guess it's really done for bill right now no <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come and take the l that's what we're doing take the l and the bag man fuck it take your kid to disney world i guess so you got to come in and fucking just lose to fucking mcintyre that's what you're saying <laughs> passing the torch <laughs> yeah 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 i get it yeah it makes sense i don't know yeah it's kind of wild though that he's coming back i i kind of don't want him to come back but i don't know yeah get the bag yeah, man, get the bag, but just stay away from the title, bro. Please, 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 please. But we will wait and see because I'm more than like more than sure that they're gonna end up doing it. Uh one more thing I did have. Uh, obviously with uh, Andrade doing the Black Mass stuff. Hey, you know he showed a picture of it this past week on there. You know, mm-hmm. what do you expect of it? What do you think of it? You know, would you do that with him? Now, to me, I don't know much about it. I remember seeing pictures uh, around the time when he first debuted in NXT because people were talking about how he came from New Japan and they would wear shit like that. That was like their basic, I don't know if it was like on some special attire shit for pay-per-views or if they wore it for every event they did, but yeah, that was more or less the mat, the black mat, the, the suit. 
Well, he would actually have his Lasombra mask on, but somebody else, I think, with him had it like a black mask like that, too. I don't know if it was Roosh or whatever dude's name is. So I don't know if it's a continuance of that or if he's going to do a whole new spin on it while in AEW. So, I mean, I'm interested in it, but I, I'm not too sure about it. Now, so, do you think they're setting something down the road with New Japan? That could possibly be it because uh, he's been back in contact and being close with that Roosh guy, his old tag team partner and shit. So I ain't no telling if, you know, especially with them already having that partnership, the company's having the partnership. They might have some shit in the works where it's going to be some type of form of reunion, especially if they're not going to hot shot Andrade into the title picture after the Hangman and Kenny shit. There might be something along those lines that they can do because the fans are going to be like, oh shit, so they're going to get a pop off that shit and to be able to do a new version of it. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that, that's the only option I could see with the Black Mask. Like, obviously, the New Japan shit's going to come eventually. So, obviously, you got, you know, uh, Mox defending her title on their show. So, eventually, you know, oh, yeah, shit's going to yeah, start. Yeah, it's going to, I for sure think in the next couple months, it's, you know, especially if shit doesn't continue to keep spiking with the COVID shit, like, they're going to start getting more appearances. You might get an Okada or some shit like that. On, but on... but that that's what I'll say. Where the fuck is Tamatanga? It might, let, it let, might let... be that COVID shit because ain't they having crazy spikes out there? Because I know I forget what country. I just breeze through that shit on the timeline on the news section. And yeah, that shit's spiking up a lot in a lot of countries right now. So I, I don't know if that has. Because I think some of the wrestlers from New Japan had to cancel appearances for their pay-per-view because they caught COVID or were sick. Oh. So it's like, yeah, it's. It, I guess it's kind of bad out there right now. So um, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what's holding it up. I mean, because I mean, everything else, at least out here in the States, as you can see, is back to business as normal. Shit, motherfuckers walking around with no mask and all that shit. But. As far as that goes, maybe they're just still a little being a little tight with that right now over there. Yeah, well, I just want to see F- FTR against fucking the Gorillas of Warfare. Oh, psh, dude, I wouldn't mind watching that. That's all I want to see. It should be a hard-hitting match. Yeah, that's all I had, though. Uh, well, shit, yeah, you know, obviously Money in the Bank takes place uh, tomorrow, and then we got a whole nother week of wrestling. So, shit, you already know what time that means, shit. We're going to get up out of here, and we're going to holler at y'all next Saturday, as always, man. Y'all be easy out there. Thanks for stopping by and listening to us shoot the shit again, as always. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening.